Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, today I want to talk about Shelley Winters. I was watching a movie, The Poseidon Adventure, the other day. That's the movie where the boat is sinking, kind of like Titanic, but from the 70s, the 1970s. And Shelley Winters is this large lady who decides to jump into the water and save everyone by by swimming to remove, I think it's a stuck pipe or something like this. Anyway, she's been in many films. Uh, she was in The Diary of Anne Frank, uh, A Patch of Blue, A Place in the Sun, The Poseidon Adventure, A Double Life, The Night of the Hunter. Uh, you might remember her from Pete's Dragon in 1977. She also did some TV appearances. Oh, she was very good, very good. She was American. Uh, her father was an immigrant from a place called Grimalo, which is now in Ukraine, I believe. And her mother was an Austrian immigrant from, uh, well, from Austria. She was born in America. Grimalo, am I saying that correctly? Or should it be Grimalov? Grimalov? Grimalo? Well, it looks like it's G-R-Y-M-A-L-O-W. Her parents were third cousins, apparently. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, she became very famous. Uh, she entered theater, and that's where she had her first big performance in something called The Night Before Christmas. Uh, then she was in Oklahoma... Uh, then she started starring in movies, signed to the TV company Columbia. Well, not a TV company, I guess it's a movie company. And then she did loads of things, loads of things. Um, I just watched an interview by her from 1980, and that was very interesting as well. And uh, it looks like she died in the 1990s, the news uh, at the time, uh, this was before she died, reported that during 50 years, Shelley Winters, as a widely known personality, was rarely out of the news. Her stormy marriages, her romances with famous singers, her attempts at getting into politics and feminism... Uh, meant that her name was always in the public view. She gave provocative interviews and seemed to have an opinion in just about everything. Well, she was a strong woman. Um, and then it says, though not a conventional beauty, That's because she was big, I suppose, at that time when this was written, uh, they could say things like that, couldn't they? It says, though not a conventional beauty, she claimed that her acting... Uh, gave her um, gave her some kind of, of personality uh, which rivaled Marilyn Monroe, and apparently, uh, apparently she lived with Marilyn Monroe for a while. They shared an apartment when they were both training to be actresses. Oh, actors! Sorry. Um, yeah, and she she had uh, romantic relationships with. William Holden, Sean Connery, Burt Lancaster, Errol Flynn, and Marlon Brando. 
Oh, really? <laughs> she doesn't waste time, does she? Um, and she's been married many times. Uh, her first husband was Captain Mac Paul Mayer. Uh, he was unable to deal with her Hollywood lifestyle. and He was looking for a wife that would just be quiet and cook. And of course, she didn't like that. But she did like his wedding ring, which she never returned to him. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Yeah, so she married him in 1943. 1952, uh, Vittorio Gassman. She married him in 1952 in Mexico. They divorced two years later. Um, they had one child. Uh, she's a doctor, apparently. Uh, the next one was in 1957. She married Anthony Franciosa. Oh, she likes her Italian men, doesn't she? Uh, they divorced in 1960. And then Jerry DeFord, Jerry DeFord, whom she married in 2006. Uh, she lived with him for 19 years. Uh, uh, apparently the daughter uh, wasn't very happy about this and always objected to the marriage. Um, it looks like she she lived with him but didn't marry him until she was almost dead and the daughter didn't like it. Yeah, she married him just as she was dying. Uh, he was a religious man belonging to the movement of spiritual inner awareness. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Um, she also had a much publicized romance with Farley Granger. I don't know who that is, but uh, anyway. You know, Americans can be really strange with this kind of thing. It It says here that she was a lifelong Democrat. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I don't know, Americans are like that, aren't they? They always seem to want to tell you, firstly, who they vote for, and secondly, what their religion is. I I don't know why they they do that. It's something that they don't get from us. I think British people really don't care. Um, so apparently she was a Democrat, and uh, she became friendly with rock singer Janis Joplin, my goodness me, that was another big lady, wasn't it? Janice Joplin. That sounds more like a fat person's convention. Um, anyway, and then she died at the age of 85 on January the 14th, 2006, of heart failure. She'd suffered a heart attack on October 14th, 2005. And if you're interested, she's buried at Hillside Memorial Park in California. Her third husband and Anthony Franciosa had a stroke on the same day as her, and he died five days later. Oh, she's got an impressive film list, hasn't she? Uh, loads of movies here, but very dated. I mean, I'm not sure if younger people would really appreciate her, but she was very knowledgeable. I was uh, watching an interview uh, on YouTube from 1980 about about her life, and she was very interesting. Uh, she basically said that uh, towards the end of her career, she had worked on Roseanne, which is a sitcom, kind of like a situation comedy, you know, sitcom. Uh, and she was saying how different it was. And she said something really interesting. She said, you know, young people today, 
they can't concentrate on movies. They need just humor back to back to laugh at because they can't they can't really focus. And that was in 1980. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, she's just described me there. Um, but it it's very interesting because I thought that that lack of concentration and that thing was all because of the internet. But it seems that uh, those of us who grew up with TV uh, also had a real lack of concentration too. And this is what Shelley Winters was commenting on. She was saying it was sad that young people don't appreciate movies. I mean, I don't, I have to say. Uh, I'd love to be able to sit and watch a movie start to finish, but they get too complicated. I mean, I put on a movie, all I want are... All I want is for the aliens to arrive, come out of the spaceship, kill everyone, go back in and leave. But do you know how hard that is to find a movie like that? It's very difficult, huh? You have to watch two people falling in love, being romantic, waking up together in the morning before the aliens come. It's, uh, it's about an hour of the movie gone. And there's many more things I could be doing. So I tend to start movies in the middle now. It's so much more interesting. That's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this. Let's talk again soon. See you. Bye.